0: Rx sure Radio
1: <laughs>
0: Groove Cafe It is The Groove Cafe on Rx Radio and I am Crystal. Always excited to meet my guests and to hear their amazing stories. Now, my guest today is an African woman entrepreneurship cooperative alumnus and the founder of the African Empowerment Hub Uganda. She's executive director. She's passionate about farming, but she's also passionate about young girls and the person behind the Mama Pads initiative. I have Senfuma Nabule Sandra. Joining me today on The Group Cafe. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Crystal. How are you doing? I'm excited. <laughs> it's lovely to have you. Thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Do Thank they call you, you for choosing me. Oh, my gift. Tell hmm. me, do they call you Sandy at home? Yes. Sandy. Okay. Who calls you Sandy? (laughs) My sisters, Mm. my
1: friends, my inner circle. Your inner circle. Okay. But
0: I haven't yet reached there, so I'll call you Sandra. (laughs) Hopefully at the end of the interview, I can also call you Sandy. (laughs) You have to go ahead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, my dear, tell me about your journey with Mama Pat. You just came back from Karamoja? Yes, please. Okay, what were you doing?
1: Uh, We had taken um, kits. We call them kits. That's a small bag which has three reusable sanitary towels Mm -hmm. and three panties. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we can afford, we include, say, toothpaste and soap Mm -hmm. to help the girls with their hygiene. Mm -hmm. Um, So this quarter, to celebrate the International uh, Girls' Day, mm-hmm. we decided to go to Karamoja because everyone uh, has been taking food but periods don't stop because of famine yeah. and uh, usually we ignore the fact that it's actually a necessity mm-hmm. sanitary towels are a necessity I keep on saying that since uh, some people have this uh, thing where they put condoms in their toilets mm-hmm. they should also put pads in they their toilets absolutely, should. and also pads should be part of first aid kits especially in schools And so this time, um, a friend of mine from the US, she's called Carrie. She has uh, an organization called Literacy of Love. Mm -hmm. She came and invited me to give a talk. And after that talk, she gave me um, 75 kids. Okay. Yeah, she gave me. And then a friend of mine called me and was like, what's happening? I said, I have 75 kids, but I need 150. He was like, well, you have them. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so we organized. We bought the material, made the parts with the panties it's a whole process mm-hmm. so we pack the bags and thursday 3 a.m as out to karamoja
0: okay yeah. you, thank you for bringing one so i can see the work the menstrual hygiene kit that you have here yeah. i like that you talked about menstrual hygiene and a lot of people i guess because it was a taboo subject also for the longest time men aren't supposed to know these things yeah. um, they just consider that women just figure it out true just take care of it but the world is very different especially with girls who go to school now yes and they need this help True. now we were talking about the fact that you don't only have the reusable pads but panties as well in this kit and there's a need for panties yet people assume right yes i was (laughs) as one of
1: those people who thought i mean every girl should have a panty it's Mm -hmm. a panty like how can
0: you not have wear panties
1: yes but then we forget that not everyone can actually afford a panty sometimes mm-hmm. the price of one panty is what feeds the family mm-hmm. so this one day i go to a school i want to donate pads and the teacher's like they don't have underwear so where do you think they're going to put the pads and i thought he was kidding me and then i saw a girl whose like whole flower was out there what do
0: you mean how
1: what she was trying to uh, fetch water from the borehole for lunch So she bent over. And she bent over. And I just got to see. And most of the girls that continued to come, that was the story. That's how I introduced the panties as part of the kit. Then I would actually buy the pads and just take the pads. And I brought the bag on board and um, introduced the panties. And sometimes we have the soap as well and and toothbrush. In the kit
0: as well. When did you start doing this?
1: Well, I can't say that I started officially this time but i remember as a banker Mm -hmm. very many years ago i loved to talk to girls in church sunday Mm -hmm. school i've taught sunday school before Mm. so we have this whole thing that what people need is tuition for school so i'd ask uh so how are you um i didn't go to school this week why Uh, you know it's the time of the month and Mm -hmm. i whenever i go i use tissue and i saw my skirt they laugh at me so i decided that i don't go whenever I'm in my period, yeah, so just imagine four days at least mm-hmm. per month that someone doesn't go to school. So then it's like they 12 days
0: every, yes. every And time. unlike
1: as an adult, you know that you have to catch up, they go and just continue, then their performance um, mm-hmm. lags behind, they fail, they get frustrated, they drop out, and the next thing, the next available guy is marrying them. Mm-hmm. so I had, it's all
0: because of periods which are normal and natural.
1: Yes. So I had those stories often and then I started by whenever I'd go, I'd take like some parts of parts. Then I was also unaware of uh, reusable sanitary towels. Mm-hmm. But then Facebook had come. So I posted the stories and I asked, and someone was like, have you had of reusable sanitary towels? And that's how I got to know about sanitary towels. Mm-hmm. And so gradually, every weekend, I'd find a community to visit Then I realized I looked forward to my weekends more than I looked forward to my Mondays. (laughs) And uh, Uh then uh, I decided I prepared myself. Of course, I had to prepare my exit from work. Mm -hmm. I I calculated how much have I saved? uh, How long can it take me? How can we do this? Who's on board? And yeah, in 2014, I made that decision and I put in my resignation. And yes, I left left the
0: bank. You Did a degree in accounting and finance, yes. So
1: I, that was the plan. I did a degree in accounting and finance, and that year 2014, I had just completed my MBA in financial management. No, <laughs> from Sikkim Manipal University mm-hmm. of India. Um, and as top of my class, the Ugandan University. And so everyone thought was going for like a bigger job some people thought i was going to get married but no i was just going to be a social worker i was going to do something that i was passionate about and that gave me so much joy
0: is it a hard decision to make
1: no it wasn't i had wanted to quit earlier because i had i had a case of uh, sexual harassment at work okay and this person started witch hunting me so i said i wanted to leave then so this time, because I talked to my stepmom, I talked to my, my dad doesn't care as long as you're happy. That's his policy. <laughs> yeah. Are you happy? Have you thought through it? Mm-hmm. That's all. I talked to my sisters and my brothers and, and most of my close friends. And they, they realized that I was really, really happy
0: mm.
1: when I'm with children out okay. there in the, in the villages.
0: And, some and of them, by the time you take every weekend, which is your personal time to yes, do this. Yes. And some people really doubted they could do that my friends called me
1: slave farmer like (laughs) i have my moments (laughs) so everyone was like how are you going to handle that but it's seven years now wow yeah and uh i am doing really well i'm happy honestly i'm very very happy and i'm glad that i took that decision okay
0: how long were you in
1: banking before that six years
0: okay and i'm so sorry that you were sexually harassed at work um, that is something that a lot of young women go through but also don't talk about very yes. often. How did you handle that? Oh. <laughs> Were you able to report it? Were they
1: I ca- action taken? I was like, I came out strongly mm-hmm. and told the person that I've realized because I rejected you, you keep on uh, bringing up issues. Mm. But if it comes to the disciplinary committee, because now he's bringing up different issues, and I was like, so it was I making sit, it very difficult for yes, you. Yes, if I sit in that disciplinary committee Mm -hmm. I have every message and every email where you've tried to do stuff and I've said no Mm -hmm. and I'm going to bring that out okay and so it was um, it came to the point whereby they didn't address it instead they um, transferred me elsewhere Mm -hmm. but fortunately because when they handled it at the regional level I spoke up Mm-hmm. So they realized that this one speaks. So I just became that Sandra. Oh, so you are the Sandra. Oh, and I was wow. like, yes, I'm the Sandra. And I didn't care being the Sandra, but at least I was the one that they knew that you don't mess with her.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: But were there any repercussions for this person? No, 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 no. No discipline mm-hmm. reaction, mm-hmm, nothing. Mm, never happens. Let me tell you, in the corporate world, I don't know whether it has changed, mm. but. Um, stuff just really just they bury it or they'll transfer the person the victim or the harasser and uh i also feel that maybe because according to them sexual harassment is hard to prove Mm. and uh it's so sad because also some ladies they use it as a way to get away with things Because Mm -hmm. they know it goes okay. I'll say that this person doesn't like me because of XYZ, okay. But also, the reality is there's a lot of sexual harassment out there, Mm -hmm. and I feel like if we had because even top management that are ladies are afraid to like deal with it, Mm -hmm. you know, because they were like, Oh, um, they will not like me or stuff like that. So, they also will tell you, Oh, that was so sad, we'll look into it, but that will be what and it it will will die there
0: well at least you spoke up and you weren't afraid of, of being you said no. the Sandra yes you yeah, no, I wasn't afraid Sandra. of
1: being that Sandra like oh so you're the Sandra the so and so Sandra I was like yeah the wow. one who reports
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine which is supposed to be anyway. yeah as the one who
1: reports and for me it was okay like I didn't care to be that and um fortunately i've had like friends invite me to speak at uh, graduation parties Mm -hmm. and to speak to young girls and i'm like strongly coming out and telling them talk yeah talk maybe if you're not believed but if i talk today and crystal you speak tomorrow Mm -hmm. and sarah speaks the other day about the same person someone will come up yes and that person's a cat has nine lives they say Mm -hmm. so that person's nine lives would be done so as long as i feel people come and speak out often like someone will abuse me or
0: harass me and another person but the other people keep quiet will keep quiet that happens a lot because you see I mean I think some of the biggest cases in the world we've seen recently one woman speaks up and then all of a sudden all these other women come up and say yes it happened and by that time they they come out
1: Mm -hmm. the evidence is gone like you have nothing to prove Mm -hmm. so it becomes quite tricky but I feel like if we speak up when it happens a friend of mine was raped and at that time, there's the lady in Kira, Kira Police Post, mm-hmm. who was trying to get these people on the round table to discuss. But what was there? With the racist? Discuss? Yes. She was wrapped as an adult. As an adult. And, and she th- wanted them to sit at a table and And talk. discuss. Honestly. And then later still, the case disappeared. I threw it on my social media those days. And everyone was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But no one even came out to like help. Yeah. So it's, it's very sad. But I'm trying to create awareness when I speak to the girls to inform them that to speak up. Mm-hmm. Especially now when the girls have been raped, I try to tell them, please, please, please report immediately because, you know, the HIV and mm-hmm. pregnancy even if nothing's going to be done at least report for your health so you get the medical help you need the yes. interventions immediately yes and also I'm like glad now that most people in my like, say whatsapp groups are aware of my work so I'll have people inboxing me mm-hmm. about stories that are happening elsewhere and I'll come on board and just jump in I just jump in I don't know the person <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: just be there yeah Oh, bless you for that thank you and thank you for having these important conversations they need to be had so you mentioned that your Friends call you a slave farmer. Yeah, I, I do know you're very fashionable. I love your dress. <laughs> love the Thank shoes. Too. I wish you could see. I wish there was a camera <laughs> in here. You look lovely. So you. are you telling me this is how you rock up at your farm? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, as You can see I have my lipstick.
1: Yes. I have my hair wig if I don't have braided hair. I'll have my pink boots,
0: Mm -hmm. I'll have my like fancy, nice clothes. So instead of the regular gum boots, you get like your pink pink boots. Oh, nice. Purple. Okay.
1: And yeah, my nails will be done. And I'll go to the farm and I'll be with the boys. We'll work. We'll carry watermelons if it's harvesting time. Mm -hmm. I'll be in the passion fruits. I went to the piggery and we'll work. But wow, is that what you're doing? Yes. Okay, tell me about this. When did you start? Okay, so um, as a banker, those days, after six months, you'd get a salary loan. Mm -hmm. It was guaranteed. Mm -hmm. No security. Your salary is the security. Uh So um, I don't know why my sister and I are really like business oriented. She was sitting in church and the church said, oh, we have this land on the island and we are selling some of it. And she comes and she says, there's this... Land on the island. They're selling. Why mm-hmm. don't we just get some acres? Mm-hmm. And so we bought ten acres of land. And then the next time she's like, I read somewhere, you might selling some land. Why don't you do this? So, so we kind of like acquired land, mm-hmm. and. While we worked in the banks, I worked in one bank, she worked in another. We kept on like sending money for people to do stuff. But I don't know if you've experienced this in Uganda. Do not. Uh, Yeah, if you're not not there. Do not start a business if you don't have time to supervise. And, you know, banking is quite hectic. Mm -hmm. So when I was going to quit, I thought I said, what do I have that can bring in income? Mm -hmm. And I said, we had land. So I went to that island. I found out what grows there. It's a hub. For pineapples mm-hmm. and then everyone was like oh you get to get someone to test the soil and all that mm-hmm. and i did but it didn't work like i got some guy who was doing pineapples a loco he's called sandy mm-hmm. i told him sandy i want to start what does it take he came checked he's like ha auntie we're always looking at this place it will work <laughs> So I drew my budget, Uh I had my savings and we started 2017, Mm -hmm. I started with two acres so I kept on adding an acre every year. I have six acres of pineapples, Mm -hmm. my sister is not yet on board with Mm -hmm. that. So I have six acres of pineapples and then um, after COVID I met someone and they were into farming as well but they were not here and they were like I have this farm and I've always looked for someone with whom we can work Mm -hmm. and I was like well what's there? Say, I went over and I found there were pigs, the chicken, and I was like, I'm available, okay. And that's how we like I got on board with Tecara Mixed Farm and we talked, we agreed on the partnership. And so at the island, I have. Six Your pineapples. of pineapples okay, okay. and then uh, you said before that it didn't work that was because you weren't because there. nothing was like everyone was growing we grew rice we grew ginger we grew oh you tried everything. so many different yes. things then this time we saw pineapples like if you visit that place it's like a pineapple hub you don't even look for market okay. people come looking for pineapples mm, so those are the mistakes you made yes and okay. now like uh there's someone who's doing um waraji And they're using my pineapples. So, I don't even have to look for farms. They just say how many pineapples are available. And they come and and pick the pineapple. It's called Crisp Waraji. Okay. And so, um, I didn't have to look for market. Because you know how people feel like, oh, that place has everything. You need to be unique. But Mm -hmm. then there's a place whereby everyone knows. If someone needs that, they'll come there. So, to just... Prosper You have to do What everyone is, what, is mm-hmm. doing Because the market Is never. Neighbor- you can't Exhaust that market oh, wow. Honestly Even I Sometimes I have to go To my neighbors Most times To ask for their Pineapples So that I can Deliver Exactly mm, enough. what yeah. mm-hmm. So And then we Have now pigs Different uh, breeds is duro cambra landrace mm-hmm. uh, we sell to breeders those people that are starting farms and when you come we walk the journey with you mm-hmm. some people come they want to start with 30 pigs Crystal, you can't mm-hmm. because that means in about uh half a year you can't feed those animals really yes so these days i advise them start small get somewhere so grow small would nice. be like what five 10. 10 is good in different age brackets. So that at least if some are pregnant, others are still growing. Mm-hmm. You get the chance to learn on the job. Okay. okay. Unless you are a poker, like buying to fat and slaughter. You can take 30. You can take as many. But if you're starting from zero, I don't advise you to take that much. So we sit, we talk. We mm-hmm. don't just sell you animals. We want to walk. And I can say that we've started over 20 farms. And I'm glad oh, that wow. the people that come are the ones that bring the next
0: customer. So, yeah. Thank you. That's great advice. Fantastic advice. So tell me about your work as African Empowerment Hub, Uganda. African
1: Empowerment Hub. I started out, my passion was basically girls. Mm -hmm. And it was basically menstrual hygiene management, Mm -hmm. sexual reproductive health and rights, Mm -hmm. talks, and career guidance and mentoring. Then I realized if I talk to the girls without talking to the mothers, I'm not helping the situation. Mm-hmm. So we started out in schools, but you see, not every girl is in school. Mm-hmm. So we started that if we can do a school one quarter, the following quarter, we do a community uh-huh. where we meet girls from different schools and even those that are not going to school. And they will tell their friends about what they've worked, what they've learned. That way, it's a holistic way of approaching yes. the issue. So we talk about menstrual hygiene and mainly we donate sanitary towels we teach people how to make reusable sanitary towels mm-hmm. and um, we talk to mothers in Bali we even started a, a circle for the women to mm-hmm. save they save 500 100 uh, before COVID and now after COVID they're getting back on board we are not limited by the borders or by the language I'm a Muganda uh-huh. I've been to Bali I've been to Chihihi mm-hmm.
0: I've
1: been to Karamoja I've been to Kabe I've been to Gulu I've been to Arroa So I try to make sure that I do every part of the country. I can't say that we are, we've addressed everything we want to address. (laughs) But I say that we are not where we started from. And uh, I'm just grateful to God that we are where we are. Like usually everyone wants to like get a big donation or grant Mm -hmm. to start. But for me, my my donors are actually my friends and my
0: family. You said you started out by just seeing what you could get together and going out into a yes. community or a school. Yes. I like that you're involving the community, the mothers and the senior women because that guidance and being on the same page is yes. very important. Yes, and, you know,
1: when we were growing up in Kampala here, in the schools we went to, mm-hmm. Nakasero, Kampala Parents, Buganda Road, everywhere, we had senior women these days. Uh-huh. You know? Senior
0: women teachers. From
1: like eight years, they would sit and tell you how to clean your body and all that. But those girls, they don't have that luxury of having senior women. Mm-hmm. So I go and I talk to the teachers and the mothers and the women at the church and the mosque so that they can go back and give this speech to the girls. Even some of my friends are wondering how do I start this conversation and mm-hmm. like, guys okay we need to sit and true even talk as about mothers the people how don't to know have this conversation. Mm-hmm. yeah so um, that's what we do mainly career guidance but now, Even the boys are on board. Oh, nice. Yes, I include the boys. Because when we come to the menstrual hygiene, the stigma and the bullying, Mm -hmm. it's the boys. And you don't learn them. They don't understand what's happening. Okay? So, if you include them, they'll be most helpful to the girls. Yes. And, you know, I was talking to some Rotaractors and Rotarians. And I asked, who has ever bought pads? And some people hadn't. I was like, who has ever helped their wife or their girlfriend with a pad? in the panty because the cramps are terrible some days you just can't even move Mm -hmm. so is your partner going to help you and the men were really really shy so it's like you see even you so we need to get them on board so that they can understand Crystal if you say that I can't come to work today because I'm under the weather and you say this month next month they might think you're lazy but if I'm a girl I'll just know that eh, at this point Crystal must have like say terrible cramps so Mm -hmm. whenever the first day or the last day she can't make it so everyone needs to understand. Once people understand, they'll come on board, they'll be most helpful. They'll donate more. They'll push for us to have sanitary towels that are tax-free mm-hmm. so that everyone can afford them. Basically, they'll understand what it means. What so right is. now, I try to get everyone on board. So that's what we do mainly. But also, my friends now know mm-hmm. that I support different children's homes.
0: Mm -hmm. so if you have
1: clothes for babies for adults for boys for girls everyone knows if anyone on any whatsapp group asks i need sandra when you come to my house (laughs) it's like a haul. like yeah so we go to communities Mm -hmm. and we give them the clothes so Mm -hmm. that's something that happens as well then christmas drive okay so on christmas so yes we're close to that yes so on christmas again now christmas drive started even before the menstrual hygiene it's like some friends we collect money we, we go to a place we give biscuits and all that but then i realized why do we have to do this like say on 18th when these guys won't have food on christmas day itself okay so what i do is i run a drive i create flyers and I get those flyers. I put on my WhatsApp status. I put on my Facebook status. My friends keep on putting on the status. It runs for like a month. We mm-hmm. collect money. And we take food foodstuffs to the different children's homes. We have three homes with uh, differently abled children. Mm-hmm. People call them special needs children, but no, they're differently abled. They have things that they can do that we cannot do. Mm-hmm. And they do them differently, but they do them. So they're differently abled. So we go to different abled children's homes. We put the food there. Then I have a community in Namuongo, a slum, where I take the foodstuffs. And then uh, uh, Makere Chivulu, mm-hmm. tanga, we take as well. And then... Did you know street children have a place they sleep at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. In Kiseni. Yes. So there's that community in Kiseni. They have people, they call them majors, that collect them and understand them. Mm-hmm. So we, we take food on 23rd and 24th by delivering in different homes, but then on Christmas Day. Uh-huh. I go to um, Kiseni, mm-hmm. I serve food we sit we eat we cut cake oh. if we have extra money i buy like belt of clothes so that everyone can have a new shirt and trousers and dress for the following year mm-hmm. and then i go to namuongo and i go to katanga so i have christmas in three different places i Ooh, get home at it's the a end busy of the day,
0: day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exhausted i'm <laughs> sure
1: last year i even picked corona <laughs> <laughs> okay. but
0: it was all worth it okay yes so that's our year really That's African Empowerment Hub. Okay, that's African Empowerment Hub. And basically, it just seems to be your heart everywhere. And everything you're doing, there's your heart, but then there's also the farming. Mm. Yes. And the slaying too. And the looking good (laughs) while we do it. Or while we do whatever we do. Well, Sandra, thank you so much for joining me. This has been amazing hearing a bit of your story, what you're passionate about. How can someone get in touch with you? I mean, you talked about you're constantly, you know, doing these fundraising drives. And, you know, even if people have things that they can give away. So many people have junk and things in their home that can benefit someone else, but they don't know what to do with them. How does someone get in touch with you? Okay, so um,
1: our Facebook page is African Empowerment Hub Uganda. Mm -hmm. It's active and uh, my phone number is 0704-172-007 or 0772-342831. Mm -hmm. So you can WhatsApp me, text me, give me a call, inbox me Mm
0: -hmm. and I'll be there (laughs) or someone will be there. Someone will be there. So you mentioned WhatsApp, you've mentioned Facebook, uh, anywhere else so we can... Um, the Twitter page is not active. We need a social media manager. Instagram. Volunteer. Mm-hmm. We need a volunteer, a volunteer. for that. Mm-hmm. We have
1: the accounts, but we need someone to volunteer to support okay. us because we are a charity organization. Yes. We can't afford
0: a social <laughs> media. pay someone. Mm-hmm. Yes. So volunteers, please, please. It's important to always give back. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me. It was nice chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm humbled. I'm honored. I'm excited. And I'm looking forward to this Christmas drive. Uh, I'm definitely going to do something. See what I can do to help. Thank you. (laughs) All right.
1: Thank you. Uh, Thank you everyone for listening in. Please tune in to Crystal all the time. She's beautiful guys.
0: They can't see that. But thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's why
1: I'm telling them. I'm being their eyes right now.
0: <laughs> well, thanks, my dear. Yeah, And
1: everyone, if you can, please carry a pack of sanitary towels and some panties to your villages. Mm-hmm. Even to your maids when they're going home. Just let us make a girl out there smile. Okay. Yes.
0: Groove Cafe.